Hello everybody, this is Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Jackie Goldberg with us, a life and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, leader, happiness enthusiast on a mission to help people be their best and true selves. She earned her Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from Lee University and started her career in human resources. Over the years, she has worked at some of the top companies in the tech industry, including Bloomberg, LinkedIn, and Degree, where she gained extensive experience in managing teams and delivering exceptional results. So without further delay, let's welcome Jackie. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here today. Most welcome, Jackie. Let's begin with your journey. Where did you start your journey? Like, how did you get started into this profession and what you were doing before getting into the coaching things and how it's going on now? Yeah, thanks for the question. So I feel like my story is different, perhaps, than some other coaches because I've known I wanted to be a life coach since I was 19 when I was studying psychology at Lehigh University. And I was in my dorm room and I was researching what I could do with a psych major after college. And I Mm -hmm. came across life coaching and I really had a moment. I was like, this is what I want to do with my life to the point Mm -hmm. where I actually called my father and said, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to be a life coach. And he said, Jackie, you have no life experience. How are you going to be a life coach? And I said, I just want to help people be their best selves and live their best lives and inspire people. And he said, why don't you put on the back burner and get a real job? So like any teenager would, I listened to my father and I went into corporate and I went into human resources because to me, that was the closest I can get to being Mm -hmm. with people and helping people and inspiring people in the corporate place, corporate workspace. And fast forward many years, I spent 14 years in corporate, in HR, in customer success, managing teams. And I also experienced life. I went through my own personal transformation starting around 2017. And that really jump-started my career into really becoming a life coach. I got my certification in 2018, 2019. And I've had a coaching practice since 2018. And it's only been more recently in the past four months that I actually am doing this full-time, no longer sitting in corporate, but still working with corporate and professionals and helping them be their best and truest selves. Wow, wonderful. And how it's going on now? It's going fantastic because I am truly doing what I love every single day. I'm waking up, I'm excited, I'm motivated, I'm helping people, I'm adding value, and I get to just spend my time researching and reading to personal development, self-development, and just being in the field that, again, I've known I wanted to be in since I was 19 years old. Wow, wonderful. So have anyone told you that you are looking too young when it comes to coaching? If anybody, any clients comes to you and like any, have anyone told you that you are looking too young and I'm just concerned about whether you have a lot of experience or not? Okay, super. I'm going to take that as a great compliment. So thank you. But I am 37. So I don't know. Yeah, so I'm 37. I went through my personal transformation starting at age 31. That's when I really woke up. And when I mean what I woke up was that I was living a very, what I would call like an unconscious life, right? I was living out the script for me that I felt was what I was supposed to do, how I was, how I was supposed to be living life. And it yeah. wasn't until I woke up one day really and realized I didn't even know who I was anymore. I had lost touch with myself. So I was 31 when I went through that experience and then a ton of, work that I've done over the past several years. And now I help people do that. So 
I would say the people I work with tend to be in starting around their late 20s when they're in this, they're in the corporate world, right? They're moving into leadership roles and they're living the hustle bustle life and they are maybe not as happy or as fulfilled as they feel like they want to be or should be, right? Based on mm. all the great things that they have in their life, all the great fortune. So I work with people starting around the age, but it goes up into, we're looking at age, 40s, 50s, right? People in the corporate space. It, you are never too old or too young to decide that you want to live a happier, more fulfilled life. At the end of the day, I don't think age plays a role. I think it's who is the person that is being your coach and do you relate to them and do you, are you finding value in your session? Correct. Absolutely. And beside all these things, believe me that you are looking like in your 20s. Thank you. I'll take it. So is it like, how do you manage? Like, how do you take proper care of yourself? Like, where do you get the energy? Where do you get the motivation? Yeah, thanks. That's a great question because one of my values is balance. And when I say balance, it's balance in everything. It's balance in my my days and how my time is spent. It's balance in how much thought I'm putting into something and how much emotion I'm putting into something and how much yeah. my body is put into something. It is just really living a calm and grounded life. So I, over the past several years, have instituted a lot of habits. And a lot of the work that I do with clients is finding the micro moments in life, those small moments mm -hmm. where you can choose differently and shift differently and create a, a habit in a simple moment that's going to be better for you, right? Saying no to that glass of wine, not mm. snoozing, getting up and doing your morning meditation that you know is going to do well for you. So I practice all these things. I meditate every day. I work yeah. out five days a week. And right. it's nothing crazy. Like I can do a 20-minute workout, but it's something. It gets my body engaged. Yeah. I listen to my body in terms of the foods I put into my mouth. I really try and live my life where relationships are at the forefront because relationships are everything. And that means my relationship with my partner and my family and my friends and my colleagues. And I'm just the intentionality, I think, that I put into my life, what I help yeah. my clients with is what hopefully keeps us young and keeps us bright. Got it, got it. And most importantly, keep us happy. Yes, exactly. A, a happy life is a fulfilled life. and happiness is something that comes within and all of these intentionality and things that we do in our life comes within within there are choices that we make correct. no one else yeah yeah correct absolutely okay so jackie now basically you are mostly focusing on one clients or you have like other options group coaching or like any kind of online programs offline programs events what kind of options are available if anyone anybody wants to get coaching from you yep so i do one-on-one coaching I start with a three-month package and I mm. leverage the Enneagram, which is a personality framework. I'm a certified practitioner in that. And it's really a wonderful framework and um, an assessment that you take and a report that helps you understand why you do what you do. It really looks at decoupling our personality from our true essence. And I mm. leverage this within those three months to help create a really specified development map based on who you are. And so that is all within my one-on-one -on -one coaching. In addition to coaching, I also do workshops in the corporate space, mainly around the Enneagram, bringing that to professionals, to teams and helping with team dynamics. So helping with them better communicate, better handle conflict, better make strategic de decisions and move towards their goals. 
And I also love to do speaking engagement. So that's something later on I will continue to work towards. But in terms of one-on-one coaching, it, it really is one-on-one. It's with individuals who are looking to be better people, that better for themselves, better for the people around them, and work with a one-on-one coach to help with their personal transformation journey. And many times they're professionals as well, because that's the space that I came from, emerging leaders, people who want to be better in that realm. Got it. Okay. Wonderful. Let's talk about some of your coaching processes. Like I'll give you a situation where I'll be a person struggling with a lot of the things in my life. And I hate my corporate jobs. I don't want to work with my colleague, right? So much toxicity, so much negativity in my mind. And I just come to you. Now you tell me that how do you approach working with me? Yeah, so I get really specific with my clients. I ask them to provide examples of a situation that happens and what was going on for them at that moment. What was going on for them in their mind? What emotions were they feeling? Were they connected to their body? And I tried to get really specific because, again, one of my biggest philosophies that I truly believe because I saw the impact in my own life is that it is in the smallest of moments that we can make shifts that will change the course of our life. Transformation doesn't just happen, right? It is in these smallest of moments. So in an example like that, what I really work with people on from the beginning is getting present. So an Mm. activity or an assignment that I may give that person, right? is to when they're having a negative thought, just become aware of it, become aware of it and then do something. And I work with them to really understand what is that something that works for you? I can't tell you, but that person can share. But is it something like getting physical, touching your fingers, grabbing a a glass to bring you back into the present moment? And that's Mm. it. That's the most basic exercise is to just get awareness of what's going on, that thought and bring it into the present moment. And then from there, we add on okay, what do you want to do differently from here? So a lot of the work I do is getting really specific into these micro moments and helping people make small changes. It is incredible in just two weeks when a client comes back and says, I'm seeing things differently. Things feel differently because their lack, their um, level of presence has increased so much. Yeah, that's so wonderful. And yes, it is like pretty much like I agree that when you work on your like very micro moment or the small moment, the chances are that you are going to get the success and you will get the a sense of achievement. That always gives you, push you to do more and more, to get more sense of achievement. So in, that's why like our minds mostly work. Exactly. I love that because it does build upon every single moment. And that's why the yeah. habit creation around this is so important because it compounds over time. And when you mm-hmm. look at our brain, that is how neural pathways are created, right? We are training our brains and we can train our brains to do things differently so that the Correct. good things become automatic, right? I pick mm-hmm. up the floss right after I brush my teeth at night because that is the habit that I created. And I've been doing that for years and years and years now. Because I made a conscious decision. This is what I want to do for myself, for my health, for my life. Yeah. And like when you are just building a habit, it's basically like you are going through a journey of little bit pain. But once you build that habit, it will always, it will be worth it and it will always help you. Because it's the fact is that the way you do one thing, the way you do everything. So that is always going to help. With that. Yes. I, like in my coach, like my coach always tells me that like, the price of progress is pain. Yes. And it's often hard for people to get out of that 
comfort zone because there's something that comfort zone, it's giving us a sense of safety and security. And we know it, even though logically we know it's not good for us and that we want to make shifts and do things. It's that there is pain in making that shift because we're giving up something that we've felt so connected to for so long. And that's hard. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And it's basically, if I talk about mostly our humans' lives, we always seek for the pleasures. And once we are stuck into some things, once there is a, we build some pattern, then it's very hard to change that pattern. And most of the time, what people always do that, they always think that, okay, let me change my life. And immediately they take every kind of actions, right? That always put into like in another zones and... By doing two to three days or maybe one week, they just let the things like whatever they just started. So it's always that you all must be have that level of knowledge and experience first. You need to look at the things, how all the things is working, our mind working and all things that after that you can make a plan and start taking small steps. That's the case. Start taking small steps. Because when New Year's Day hits and people say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym three days a week now when I wasn't going at any time before, it's too much. Our bo- yeah. We're not, not going to sustain that because it's just too much. It's too much at one time. Take the smallest step that you can. James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, he talks about someone who wants yeah. to get into running. And he talks about putting on your sneakers going outside and walking right back in. And that's the habit that you're creating, just putting your sneakers on, going outside and walking in. And then maybe one day you'll take a walk around the block. And then maybe Mm. the next day you'll take a few walks around the block. But you're getting into the habit of the doing piece of it, which people think that their lives will change overnight if they just institute something that they want to do. But it doesn't, we're we're humans, it doesn't work like that. So the micro (laughs) moments are so critical. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay, so I believe that you have a lot of your clients coaching success story. But would you be able to uh, share with us one or maybe two that is nearly close to your heart? Yeah, it's I can think of so many. I'll think one is with a client that I worked with for about a year. She had come to me because she was not feeling confident at work. She knew she was good at her job. And she Mm. was getting positive feedback, but she did not feel confident. And so we worked over the course of the year, but implementing a lot around this presence factor and getting present the moment what was happening. But what was interesting was that every individual is unique, right? So a reason why you're not feeling confident will likely stem from similar lack of self-worth, lack of value, Right. And it, it typically that's at the root of a lot of the fears that we have. Right. And but because we're unique people, it is really working with the individual to understand what is it for them that is preventing them from feeling that confidence. So that was a lot of the work that we did in the beginning. And we talked about her fear of failure and we talked about her ability, her desire for people to like her and to think yeah. well of her. And so that was clouding this ability to really get in touch with loving herself. And so Mm. we we worked over the year about how can she love herself? I do a lot of affirmation work. If people, if that's something that works for the person and they're ready to do that, looking in the mirror and saying, Mm. I love you to, to yourself, right? I did that personally for a year. And so a lot of the things that I did on myself to get me to my best self is what I'll implement with clients if it works for them. Again, it's always on the client's agenda. But we worked to this point where she loved herself. And then the biggest thing was when 
finding the triggers at work for her when she was feeling not confident, when she was going mm. into a meeting that she knew she had to present in, when she was going in a meeting with a certain stakeholder that was challenging for her. And what she would do is she had to practice right before that meeting. She would get grounded. She would tell herself, I love myself. I am confident. I know I'm good at my job. And she would go in with the anticipation that if anything went awry, if someone yelled at her, if someone didn't like her presentation, it didn't matter because she's done her best and she's confident and she knows her work. And she and just going into that meeting with that mindset allowed her to build this. Oh, my God, this meeting was amazing. She'd come on. Oh, my God, you'll never believe this. And it built yeah. that habit for her to get that confidence in these particular meetings. And that then, as you said, when you change one thing, it changes everything. That confidence just radiated from her. At the end of that year, she, mm -hmm. her friends, surely and her friends were like, you are radiating yeah. confidence yeah, today, yeah. right? You see it on people. So I'd say that was one of my, I'd say success stories, but a lot of the work that I'll do with individuals. Yeah, definitely. 100% agree. You know what? Most of the time doing your optimizations, meditations, they always work like crazy and they always help you to train your brain in order to get, because all the time we are always, as a humans, we are always tell to ourselves false stories about like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not confident. I'm not looking good. So, you know, all the negativity we are always going on. But uh, yeah, like affirmations, citations, eating healthy, doing the yoga, or workout or gym, whatever you feel that always are the mostly the healthy habits of high achievers or even successful people. So this is the crucial part of our life that you need to get into that part. Because as I said that the way you do one thing is like the way you do everything. And once you are feeling that level of change within yourselves, uh, people are going to notice. Exactly. People are going to notice. You'll notice first and then people yeah. will start to notice as you radiate out. Okay. So let's talk about some misconceptions that revolving around coaching industry. What are some common misconceptions about coaching uh, that you have faced till now? Yeah, I'd say the biggest misconception is that coaches tell you what to do. Um, when you think about a coach, like a basketball coach, right? Or a, a coach of a sports team, they are giving the directions. They're telling people what to do. And I think when people think of a coach, they think about a sports coach. Coaching as a skill set, as an industry, is not a consultant where you're assessing what the problem is and giving the solution saying, here's what you do. Coaching is very much about a partnership with your client and asking powerful questions to pull the insights and the wisdom out of your client because only your client knows themselves. They just need some support and someone to help pull that wisdom out of them and help them clear the, the trees that feel so dense in this forest to get to the lake on the other side, which is the goal that they're trying to achieve. So I, as a coach, I'm never going to say this is what you should do. I'll offer my opinion. I'll, I'll brainstorm on action items and homework. But it's very much about asking questions to get the person to think really deeply about what they want to do. I'd say in, in the workplace, it's really important to make the distinction between coaching and feedback. Because from my experience being a manager for many years at, at, at large companies, Everyone wants a manager to be a good coach, right? But what happens is that even with some you know, preliminary coaching training, managers tend to give advice or give feedback rather than actually coaching. So for example, a team member may come to you and say, I have a challenge. I'm not sure what to do. And then 
the manager may say, okay, here's what I think you should do. And they think that's coaching, right? Or they'll say, ask one question, what have you done so far? And then the person will say, and then they'll give feedback or they'll say from my experience, which is mentorship, right? From my experience, oh, I dealt with this exact experience three years ago when I was an individual contributor and here's how I dealt with it. None of that is coaching. Coaching is really understanding what is going on for the individual, what the situation is that they're in, and not changing the situation, but changing how the individual relates to the situation, what they think about it, what they how what they can do to get a different perspective on it and to gain empowerment around handling it in a different way. So that is coaching. And I think it's really important just to make those distinctions between yeah. all of those different aspects. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. 100% true. Yeah. Okay, so Jackie, tell us, I do not want to end this conversation, but we are on the limited limit on time. So tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that our people can find you and get in touch with you. Sure. So my name is Jackie Goldberg and my coaching company is Coached by Jackie. So you can find me on LinkedIn as Jackie Goldberg. I'd say that's the platform that I am most visible on at this point in time, but catch me on Instagram and Facebook more as I continue to build my business. I worked at LinkedIn for six and a half years, and so I feel very comfortable on the platform. And it's a wonderful platform, so you can find me there. My website is coachedbyjackie.com. Please go visit me and you can inquire about coaching, um, about a workshop or speaking engagement at any time through there. I would love to hear from you. Um, if you're thinking about your own personal transformation and you want to get some thoughts on how the best way to go, go forward on that. Wonderful. Guys, do make sure you follow Jackie. Wonderful person, great personality with great journey and you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs. So that was today's episode of Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Jackie, for being on the show. And it was an honor to hosting you today. Thank you so much. It was an honor to be here. Thanks again, Jackie. So that's it. I am your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. Bye.